to A Day in the Office on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are mine. Please enjoy the show. You are listening to A Day in the Office, the podcast, with your host, Samara Stasteva. In this episode of A Day in the Office, the podcast, I will discuss the Women's Appreciation episode of The Office, how I relate to this episode, and the cast of the show. And welcome or welcome back to this week's podcast episode. So, women's appreciation is today's focus. Now, in this episode of The Office, once again, Michael is being oblivious. But at this point, I feel like we can't expect anything else from him. I feel like the one word that I've been using to describe Michael in basically all of my episodes has been oblivious. But I think unless anyone can think of a better word, it's pretty safe to stick with this. But let's get to discussing the episode of The Office. So this episode starts off very sensitively. So basically, after parking her car early in the morning to walk into the office, Phyllis unfortunately gets flashed. So after hearing what happened with Phyllis, Michael sets up another conference room meeting. And I think, honestly, we can all agree that, you know, Michael's conference room meetings have been like a staple in like every episode of the office that he's in like i don't think that there's ever been one episode with michael in it that doesn't involve a meeting at some point during the show but going back to the topic michael goes on to discuss the situation and how to respect women but the women of the office feel really offended by this because i mean like i feel like i don't even have to say anymore i mean it's michael and you can just tell by the fact that michael is hosting a meeting about women is a red flag as is So after he dismisses this meeting, he decided to take all of the women of the office to the Steamtown Mall to show his appreciation. So Karen thought that this idea was very stereotyped and misogynistic because Michael's basically assuming that because they're women, they would love to go to the mall. So yeah, Michael takes them to the mall and there they go to the food court and Michael talks about his issues with his boss, Jan, who he's in a secret relationship with and Pam and Karen both give them advice so a quick little backstory here is that okay Pam doesn't really directly show this but it's quite like blatantly obvious and you can tell by her actions that she has feelings for her co-worker and her best friend Jim who Karen was currently dating in the show so I think Karen kind of knew this because Karen and Pam were like kind of fighting indirectly throughout the season so Pam offers better advice than Karen to Michael about Jan, um, which Michael follows. So this leads Karen to act jealous of Pam, and at the end of it all, Michael does what Pam says and breaks up with Jan, which is the conclusion of this episode. So now this episode is a little harder for me to be able to relate to personally, so I'm just going to broaden this topic up a little. So let's just start out by saying that I think it's crazy how from such a young age, females are taught to protect themselves because like anything can happen. Like so many females like today and in the past, we're taught to like cover ourselves up, carry pepper spray, like check under the car before driving and like so much more. And I think the reality of it all, like learning that from such a young age can be so scary because it's like, that's how it actually is. And like, whether you like it or not, like you have to like, make sure you stay safe but I wish that we didn't even have to be in a situation where we had to think about these things so 
like so many women are even scared to walk alone at night and fear that someone may follow them, attack them, or even do much worse. So much so that 68.6% of women are scared to go on certain streets and 69.4% are afraid to go to places that only have a few people, according to Karen.info. So this shows the reality of it all and how it can be difficult for women to live their everyday lives just because there's so many men out there who have caused major harm to women. And honestly, it's scary. It can be really scary, like, being a woman and, like, wanting to do what you, like, want, you know, but you just can't because, like, fear of what someone else might do. So let's take this episode of The Office, for example. So Phyllis gets flashed by a man in the beginning of this episode, like I said. So that can just be so scary for so many females because, like, think about it. Like, a random man, just, like, you don't even know, just comes up to you and exposes himself. Like, how are you supposed to react? Like, that is such a scary situation because it's, like, you know, what now? Like, what am I supposed to do? And it's just so random. Like, why? You know? Like, I just don't get it. I feel like that's so weird. So going back to when I said that, like, many females are taught to cover themselves up, I just want to talk about school dress codes. So, there's one thing to have, like, obviously, you know, workplaces have dress codes, you know, like, it's, like, it's more business type, like, coats and suits and all that, but when I mean dress codes, I mean, like, specifically, like, in your school related. So, in my opinion, I think it's so unfair that, like, so many girls get sent home or are told to change during school because it can be, like, a quote-unquote distraction to others, I honestly can't seem to understand what the distraction might be. So, like, for one scenario, if a girl wants to wear, like, a tank top in the summer solely because of the weather, just because it could be, like, super hot out, like, 80 degrees, let's say. And, you know, obviously she wouldn't want to wear, like, a long sleeve or, like, a sweatshirt because it's hot outside. So, someone just tells her to change because of it's inappropriate. Like, I don't understand what's so inappropriate about having spaghetti straps or bare shoulders. But... Even from middle school, girls were told to change because, like, for example, our shorts were too short or shirts were too cropped. And girls from the ages 11 to 13 in middle school were told to change due to inappropriacy. So, like, in other words, like, even young girls were being sexualized from the start of middle school, which is terrible because that shouldn't be the reality of it. And I feel like teachers always say, like, oh, it's distracting, but I feel like the only person that's being distracted by it is the teacher. Like, no one else really cares or says anything. So it's just, like, the teacher who decides that it's distracting because it's, like, why why are bare shoulders distracting to you? Like, I don't get it. But I remember even when the weather, like, would get hotter at school or, like, you know, in the summer, like, in, like, June, 80 degrees, it'd get really hot and I would want to wear, like, a tank top or, like, shorts or skirt rather than, like, jeans and leggings, obviously. But there were so many occasions where I got too scared to wear it in fear that I would be dress coded because like I remember there were so many times I was like oh I really want to wear this but like I'm gonna get dress coded and surprisingly I never did get dress coded but I think it's because I took so many like precautions you know like I made sure that I didn't wear anything that would get me dress coded which I wish I didn't do because I should have been able to like I shouldn't even be able to think twice about what I want to wear I should just be able to wear it without any like issues so now let's switch up the gears a little bit um and we are going to talk about some of the actors of the office in this episode 
So, as I said, in this episode, Phyllis is the one who gets flashed by some random man. And the actor who played Phyllis in real life is named Phyllis Smith. That's, like, the actor's name who played her. And I think it's cool how some of the actors of the show got to keep their real name for their character. So, like, Angela Martin was another character on the show. The actor who played her was Angela Kinsey. And another character, Creed Bratton, on the show was played by an actor literally named Creed Bratton in real life. And I think that the writers or, like, directors, whoever, like, comes up with the names and these kind of things, like, I think they kept their names because it fits their personality. And I could totally, like, see Phyllis as a Phyllis, Angela as an Angela, and Creed as a Creed. Like, just based off of how they act and, like, what they do. And I feel like anything else would have just sounded weird. So, like, for example, Angela Kinsey's character, Angela Martin, is, she's, like, a very uptight and strict person in a sense, and I could 100% see that just based on her name. Like, the name Angela would definitely remind me of someone like Angela from The Office. So, like, two podcast episodes ago, speaking of Angela Kinsey, I talked about Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher's podcast called The Office Ladies when I was discussing the Diversity Day episode. So going back to their podcast, Angela Kinsey actually discussed with Fisher how at her old job, she worked at a dentist's office and over there, there was a man hiding like in the women's restroom who flashed one of Angela's coworkers and her office took the situation really seriously and installed like fingerprint scanners, which honestly is kind of cool. I feel like that's kind of like high tech for like that time. I, I like, I know I feel like it wasn't even that long ago. But since season three was like, what, 2007 maybe? I feel like that's kind of cool. But apparently Angela Kinsey told this story to one of the writers of the show. And she thinks that her personal experience from like the doctor's office, or sorry, the dentist's office. Um, so apparently Angela Kinsey told the story to one of the writers of the show. And she thinks that like her real life experience from like her old work at the dentist's office was slightly inspired for this episode like looper.com had said it isn't surprising that the writers of the office like got their ideas through weird real life experiences because it just added on to like what the show is really about because like the show itself is just really weird and funny and like kind of quirky in a sense you know what I mean like it's like it's really random and kind of weird so I feel like It makes sense why they added like their real life experiences because they're so random and it can, you know, like I said, it can definitely inspire something interesting, weird and some funny scenes of the show. That's all that I have for this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed listening and I'll see you next time.